Okay, so we all have uh, stories from our past that we may be a little bit embarrassed of. If, uh, if our whole teenage life would be recorded and on display, it would be very embarrassing. And unfortunately, teenagers today, that is the story because their whole life is recorded on social media forever. Uh, we were lucky that we got away with it. We were teenagers before social media, so therefore nobody knows what we did. It's not remembered, mostly at least. Thank God. But um, sometimes the past haunts us and you want to fix something from the past. Such a, a story happened with uh, um, a man by the name of Ruven, we'll call him. And he had a story from his past that bothered him and he wanted to know what was the right thing. Ruven was uh, partners in business with Shimon, another two, two young men, in, in, in really in their youth. And they'd done some business together and then something went wrong and their relationship uh, and their partnership broke up. They were very bitter and angry at each other. Reuven felt that Shimon had done wrong by him terribly. And so they, they, they split up their partnership. Reuven, in his youthful uh, anger, wanted to take a bit of a revenge on his former partner and friend, Shimon. So he engaged Yaakov, we'll call him, a, a young teen as well, and said to him, here's a hundred bucks. I want you to slash the tires of my former friend, Shimon. Go, go with enough and slash, slash his tires. A uh, hundred bucks, okay, for, to, to do that for a hundred bucks, to, a, a, a bit of a, a wayward youth, he was willing to do it. However, he said, but what if I get caught, you know, for a hundred bucks, like it's not going to really cover me. So Reuben said to Yaakov, don't worry, I'll look after whatever, whatever happens. Just, just go and slash the tires. He, he, he has a white Mercedes, Reuven tells Yaakov, and he lives on uh, Washington Street. And so go, go tonight, you'll see his white Mercedes parked uh, outside his house, slash the tires. Anyway, Yaakov goes that night, late at night, and he sees the white Mercedes and looks around. It's a quiet street, middle of the night. And so he proceeds to slash the tires. Unbeknownst to Yaakov, there is uh, a man looking out the window of his house, witnessing this happening. This man, we'll, we'll call him uh, Yisachar, he sees a young man slashing the tires of this white Mercedes. So Yisachar runs out, calls the police, and the police come quite quickly, and he's caught. It ends up that it's actually Yisachar's white Mercedes that the tires uh, are being slashed. It's, it was not Shimon, the intended. There were two white Mercedes on Washington Street. Uh, and so our dear friend Yaakov, this slasher, has now been caught by the police slashing the tires. And he's, he's taken in and it ends up that he has to pay the damages to Yisachar, uh, a, a, a totally different guy, not Shimon, the original intended victim. He has to pay, has to pay him, uh, not only does he have to pay the damages of the broken tires, but he also has to pay a penalty payment that the police uh, inflict on him for damaging somebody's property. So after all the hullabaloo, he comes back to Ruven, his employer, the guy who sent him to slash Shimon's tires, and uh, 
So he says, I got, I, I, I'm now in thousands of dollars I had to pay for, you know, to the damages and also the penalty. Um, you said you'd cover me. Reuven says, you didn't do the job. I sent you to slash Shimon's tires. You slashed Yisachar's tires. You didn't do the job that I sent you. Why should, why should I pay you? In fact, you should give me back the hundred bucks that I paid you to do the job because you didn't do it. I'm not, I'm not going to pay the damages that you, that you caused. It wasn't even doing the job correctly. Not only that, the money I paid for you, you owe me back. And now Reuven comes to us, he's a mature man now, he looks back at what he did, he's regretful of the intent he had of slashing the ties of his former friend Shimon in the first place. He also now feels guilty that he indeed sent Yaakov on this mission, and in the end Yaakov was out of pocket, he, 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 had, he had to pay, and he's, he's wondering, did he do the wrong thing by not paying Yaakov for the job, albeit botched job that he did of slashing the tires or was he right that he sh that he should have got his hundred bucks back any thoughts never been in this position before fair enough so let, let's look at this from a halachi perspective so first of all um let's first look at the hundred dollars Ruven gave Yaakov $100 to do a job, and he did not do the job. So should Reuven get his money back? Um, that, that's that's our, our first question we're going we're gonna to look at. Now, the fact that the job that Reuven asked Yaakov to do was an illicit job, was to, to, to damage somebody else's property, well, that would already make us think that perhaps he shouldn't uh, have to pay at all, that, 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 you, should, there's, that you, don't pay, you can't uh, have a contract with somebody to do something illegal. Um, however, I found a very interesting statement from one of the halachic authorities called the Nesivis, the Nesivis Hamishpat, that he discusses there um, an illegal interaction, an illegal contract, where somebody hired somebody uh, to be a false witness. And he says that, that that would be different to giving a bribe, let's say, to a judge. In Jewish law, if somebody bribes a judge... So then not only is that forbidden, but the bribe needs to be returned. The judge cannot hold on to the bribe. Even if he doesn't use it or he doesn't, doesn't affect his judgment, a, a, a judge cannot hold on to a bribe. However, the Nesivus Amishpat says that if a witness was bribed, so he could keep, he could keep that money. He could keep the, 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 the thing that was, that was given to him. It was like, it's like the, the person who bribed him has relinquished ownership of this money, has given him a gift. Okay, I'll keep it. Uh, it's different to a judge. Even though the person who gave him the bribe is hiring him for an illegal thing, to give false witness is, is illegal, but the money remains in, in his hands. That's what the Nesivas says. I tried to look if that would work in civil law, and I don't believe it would. Um, uh, it, it, I don't, uh, from, from what I could see, if somebody makes a contract with somebody to do something illegal, that contract is null and void, and uh, there's certainly no obligation to pay. However, the Nesivus Amishpat seems to say that, that, that the payment remains. And so therefore, even if you hire somebody to do something illegal, you still have to pay them. So here, the fact that Reuven has asked Yaakov to do something illegal, slash somebody's tires, but he, he paid him, 
he keeps the money. The, the money's his. He doesn't have to give back the money. That's what, what it would seem. How about the fact that he didn't do the job, that he didn't do his job? Uh, the, the, is, isn't that a, 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 part, a problem here? That the job was to slash Shimon's tires, and he slashed Yisachar's tires. He didn't do his job well. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a good thug. Um, so what do we, what we say about that? Well, I think we could actually defend Yaakov here and say, hang on a minute, did he not do his job? What was the job? The job, as was described by Reuven, was to go to Washington Street and you'll see the white Mercedes parked on the street and slash it, slash the tires of, of, the, of the white Mercedes. The fact that there was another white Mercedes on that street, that's sort of Reuven's fault, not Yaakov's. Yaakov was given instructions and he followed the instructions. And so he did the job that he was sent to do. The, 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 the mistake was really in Reuven's hands. He should have specified what the number plate of the car is. If you want to be exact, you want to, you want to be careful to get to the right car. So, so, so Yaakov, the slasher, slashed as he was instructed. He did the job that he was instructed to do. The fact that it was the wrong car was really the mistake of Reuven. So Reuven can't say, give me back the money because you didn't do my job. He did what he was instructed to do. Now, Yaakov is saying, not only that, you told me that you would pay my damages. Any, anything, you said you'd look after it. I, I was concerned about this in the first place. For a hundred bucks, I'm slashing ties, but I could get in big trouble. And you said you'll cover it. And now you're saying you're not going to cover it. So we've established that I did my job because I did what you, were sent, you sent me to do. The instructions were too vague. I followed the instructions. I, I, do get, I, I do get to keep the $100 that you gave me. I, I have no reason to give it back to you either. And now I'm saying, what about the damages? A couple of thousand dollars of damages that I had to pay and penalty payment that I had to pay. You said you'd cover me. So why don't you cover me for that? So here we come to a different problem. And that is that there's a, a, a principle in Jewish law, ein shliach ledvaravera, which means that you cannot be an emissary for a sin. If one person tells another person to do a sin, to do something wrong, and they do it, they cannot blame the person who sent them. The person who did it is responsible. That even though this guy sent him on a mission, paid him to do a mission, and the mission was a transgression, an evil thing, a, a, a crime, he cannot give over responsibility to the person who sent him. He has to take responsibility for his own actions. There is, there is a general principle in Jewish law that a person, a human being, as long as you're of, of sane mind and a, a mature person over Barabat Mitzvah, you're responsible for your actions. And if somebody else sent you or told you to do something, you cannot pass the buck to them. You're responsible for your actions. And so, therefore, here in this case, the actual crime was committed by Yaakov. He's the one who slashed the tires. The fact that he was sent by Reuven, he was even paid to do it, that does not change the fact of who did it. Reuven has a separate sin. Reuven's sin is causing somebody else to sin. It's putting a stumbling block in front of the blind, where you cause somebody to fall, that's also a sin, but that's a separate sin. The sin of the damage, the crime of doing damage, is in the hands of Yaakov and Yaakov alone. And therefore, he is responsible for his own damages. In fact, I'll read to you a, a, a quote from Shulchan Aruch, which is so pertinent, it's ex almost exactly our case. The Shulchan Aruch says the following words. 
that um, it's in Choshen Mishpat, which is laws, laws of monetary issues. If one person says to another, break this person's property and don't worry, you'll be exempt. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the responsibility for it. I will pay for the damages, but I'm asking you to go and damage somebody else's property. So if the person listens and goes and breaks the property, the breaker, the one who does the breakage is liable to pay and not the one who sent him to do it because the, the, um, the, you cannot make somebody an emissary for a sin. You cannot, you cannot be a, an agent to do a sin. The person who does the sin is responsible, not the one who sent them. And this fool, says the Shulchan Aruch, he calls him a fool. This fool that listened to the instructions and went and broke the, the property of somebody else is obligated to pay because a person is responsible for all of their actions and he should not have dreamed that he'll be exempt for doing that. So uh, this, this principle that a person is, is responsible for all the actions is, is the, the guiding principle here. So coming to Yaakov, he has he's he did the damage the fact that he got the wrong car well that 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 actually doesn't change anything here uh he 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 was doing the the job that he was instructed to do and so therefore he can keep the hundred dollars that he was paid but he's responsible for his actions he will have to pay all of the damages that he caused and he has no is no way to to blame reuven this is a, a general principle when you know when people use the excuse uh I was following instructions. I was following orders. This is what I was told to do. A human being has free choice. And that free choice means that you are responsible for your actions. Even if somebody else has pushed you, pushed you or bribed you or offered you money to do something, you're, you're responsible for so it. So what about Reuven's, Reuven's word means nothing then in this scenario because he said that he would cover the damages, even though you're saying he doesn't have to. Yes, but that means his word means nothing. Correct, correct. He he again. He he is uh, immoral in what he's done um, he, in sending the person and in saying that I'll cover the damages. But those words mean nothing because damage is a, is a, is the responsibility of the person who does it. Uh, and so you you can't you can't make an agent and say the damages are on me. Um, you, you can't obligate Reuven, even for, from his words, to pay those damages that, 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 that were caused by Yaakov. Uh, so nobody comes out really good in this story, uh, unfortunately. Um, Reuven, is, what, what he did is, is completely wrong, immoral, uh, dishonest, and uh, he, 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 he started this whole thing. It could be that Shimon was not all that great either, and that's what what's caused the problem in the first place. Yaakov, who listened, who was willing to do this, um, it's on his shoulders. Uh, I guess Yisachar was just an innocent bystander who maybe did the right thing. Uh, but this this uh, is a principle we should all keep in mind. We are responsible for our actions. I would love my children to also take this, uh, that you can't say, he made me do it. He told me to do it. That's not an excuse. You are a free agent and you and you're responsible for your actions. Rabbis, you cannot transfer responsibility of obligation. So if someone does something, no one else can be responsible for it, right? Correct. Correct. That's the principle. And so therefore, even though Reuven said he would, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You're responsible for the damage that you cause. Thank you very much, Rabbi.
Thank you. Have a great day. All the best, everyone.